Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, and I'm your host as always, David, and uh, how are you guys doing today, right? You know, I mean, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been fantastic doing this show, and, you know, you guys are the ones that make the show a show, you know, and I mean, I just can't say thank you enough, and um, had an interesting meeting uh, last night with... uh, with a lady and who is in Charlotte, and she's got a bunch of different ideas in there for interviews uh, for me to do, um, and uh, super excited about the possibilities there because, you know, I told her I said I'm really what I'm interested in and what I'm looking for is just people that have interesting stories or that are doing interesting things because, you know, you know I've talked about about writing, I've talked about podcasting, I've talked about doing videos, things like that, but there's so many other things where you can be engaged and break out of your comfort zone and do things that you would not normally do, you know, that, that can bring you joy and excitement and entice you, uh, to, to, um, you know, move forward where you wouldn't before, so, you know, my goal is, and what I was telling her is, you know, I told her a little bit about the fact that I'm going to start this series of stories from LinkedIn, where I'm interviewing just random people from LinkedIn, you know, just doing interviews with them, and, um, you know, trying to do that, and so, you know, we, we had a good chat, and I've actually uh, got potentially another, at least one more interview set up, and potentially a couple others, and, you know, I mean, I think it's really awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a blast. I'm really excited about the future of this podcast. I'm really excited about um, growing this podcast and, um, you know, and, and growing Charlotte, you know. I mean, that's one thing. I've got a, um, a passion for Charlotte because the city's in flux. You know, it's always been, it's always been kind of this stopping point, you know, where people just ended up either coming south to north or north to south, um, depending on where they were in the country, or west to east. Uh, you can't really come too far east, uh, inward. <laughs> to, but any, at any rate, you know, it's always been kind of stopping ground, this melting pot uh, for people. You know, and Charlotte has a very rich history, um, you know, and in the literal sense, because, uh, you know, the very first... Uh, massive gold rush was in uh, this area. Um, You know, a boy found this giant uh, really pretty colored rock Um, that was a two pound chunk of gold and they didn't really know what it was per se or that it was super valuable. They just knew it was pretty and um, the, the family was using it as a doorstop before they actually found out what it was. So it was like this huge rock, like a miniature boulder of gold. Yes, and so that was uh, the first major gold rush. Of course, the famous gold rush was the San Francisco gold rush, but North Carolina was actually first. Um, and it was in Charlotte. So one of the first mints in United States history, as we were a nation, one of the first mints was actually in Charlotte, the Bank of America. I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with that uh, bank. It's, you know, it's. I think it's out there, you know, maybe 
maybe they've got a couple locations here and there. Um, so yeah, um, you know, so the, there's the Mint Museum. There's uh, there's a lot of theater that's coming to Charlotte. Um, you know, I mean Hamilton uh, was just here. Um, I don't know if it's coming back or what the schedule is for that, but um, I'm definitely looking forward to going to see that at some point next time it comes through. Um, just because tickets were very hard to get, <laughs> or if it's still playing, I don't know. I know it's here. I know it, so I don't know. I, I'm still new to the theater down here. Um, yeah, you know, I've been on. I've been not on. Well, I have been on Broadway. I've literally walked on the street. So, but I've been to Broadway. I uh, saw the Fam of the Opera there. Um, I saw Rent uh, here at Blumenthal, um, which was was actually pretty good. Um, never been a huge huge uh, theater fan before. My wife kind of got me into it, but you know, it's it's cool. You know, it's definitely something different to do. And and now that more shows are coming into this area. You know, there's a lot here, and then um, you know now with being the the uh, taking over as the host for LinkedIn Local, I want to bring a lot of stuff into the area. You know, I want to get people to come from all over the country, all over the world to speak. You know, and kind of build that up and get people interested. You know, and when people ask, well, what's your event about? Well, it's just a networking event. No, I want to say, well, okay, well this one. Is a networking event uh, that's going to have a focus in HR. This one's a networking event that's going to have a focus in writing and author, uh, being becoming an author and publishing. Uh, this one's a networking event that's going to have a focus in um, recruiting or you know, whatever. You know, get speakers from different points of view. This one's going to be for people who are into doing video content. You know, we've got this this person. <clears throat> to come speak that does video content and they're going to share their tips and tricks or, you know, some whatever, you know, just different ideas like that. They're kind of, you know, boiling around in my head, you know, simmering uh, right now. And, you know, because um, there's so much stuff coming to Charlotte. There's a lot coming. So I think we're at like this critical mass point where Charlotte's not quite defined, you know, as a as a this city or that city, you know, like New York, the Big Apple, you know, it's got its own personality, it's got its own brand. Um, you know, you got San Francisco, the Golden Gate City, you, know, you got the Golden State Warriors, you've got, you know, Atlanta, you know, Atlanta, Peaches, you know, there's a lot of stuff down there. There's Coca-Cola, there's, you know, there's all this this stuff. Charlotte's kind of in this flux. I mean, granted, like a lot of soft drinks and pop was invented in this area, like Cheerwine, um, Pepsi, not Charlotte, but Pepsi came from the Carolinas. Uh, Sundrop, um, I believe, was North Carolina. Um, so there was a lot of, a lot of soda. Um, and then textile mills were huge in the area uh, because and then, of course, cigarettes, um, just because, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of cotton fields and a lot of tobacco fields 
in North Carolina. As a matter of fact, uh, here's your little uh, little tidbit of a history lesson for North Carolina, aside from the, the gold rush information. Um, when uh, we first sailed up the rivers and the canals coming up through um, the Outer Banks in that area and coming into the inner you know, the inner areas, the interior areas of North Carolina, like Charlotte and places in that area, um, when we first discovered the Indian people that were living in these areas, um, they would actually, they had the uh, tobacco leaves, they would roll them up, they would dry them and then roll them up and um, insert the leaf into their nostrils and light them. So that would be how they would smoke them. And that's kind of where we got the idea for uh, cigarettes from originally was actually from that. Um, and then of course uh, not related to smoking per se or not smoking in the traditional sense of smoking a cigarette um, Blackbeard or Edward Teach as he was known by his non-pirate name uh, actually would uh, roll up um, uh, cannon uh, wrappings or, or muzzle uh, papers, you know, to, that would spark to cause the shots to go off. He would actually roll those up in his beard uh, when he would be braiding his his beard, so he could be scary because his name was Blackbeard. Uh, but he would actually light the fuses, uh, the 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 papers on the end of his beard before he would jump onto a ship to board it to take it over uh, to give that kind of lit, you know, like ghostly look and um, have the smoke rising from his face and to terrify people. So, a little bit of unusual history from North Carolina. Um, you know, those are just some of the things that I know that I studied because obviously, you know, when you're in school in a, in a particular state, you know, they're going to teach you state history as well because, you know, you want to have that appreciation for things that have happened locally. And, of course, you know, we went to, like, you know, museums and whatnot. So that was very cool um, to learn those things. I was always disappointed that the Raptor Center was about birds and not about dinosaurs, though that was always kind of that was a letdown the first time I, I ever got a chance to... Uh, to find out about that that place because uh, I was always a huge dinosaur person. Uh, when the first Jurassic Park movie came out, I was thrilled, you know, um, and amazed by it. And then, of course, sadly, like I said in a previous episode, not so much of a big fan of um, the most recent one. I mean, Chris Pratt was funny. He was good in it. And some of the other characters were really good in it, but it was just kind of, it felt like a soap opera episode, um, which is okay, because a lot of people like soap operas if you're, you know, in your late 80s and uh, blue hair, you know, it just was like, it was just like this, you know, constant like, oh, I'm going to deceive this person and stab them in the back, and then, you know, it just was this constant deception after deception after deception, and it felt like a soap opera. Um, so I was like, yeah, not really, not really into those. Um, not my speed. You know, the constant deception over and over. I mean, I've even watched science fiction shows where that's all it was about. And, um, you know, a couple of them I, I, I you know, 
made it through the end, um, like Andromeda, which was, it was a great science fiction show, but it was just a little bit too much always, you know, trying to get one over on your partner type thing where it was just like, I tried to go back and watch it again. Um, cause I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Kevin Sorbo and, uh, and I just, I couldn't, I was like, yeah, just, just get along. Stop trying to cheat each other out of something or, or do something behind somebody's back. Just do it. If you, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I just got kind of frustrated with it, but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in North Carolina. There's a lot of stuff in Charlotte and of course in Raleigh, um, I'm part of the hacking HR group, organization, whatever it may be. Um, so I'm waiting to get information on that uh, because I'm supposed to be helping out with that as well. I've told a couple people, I might have mentioned this on the podcast, but yeah, I've got zero, <laughs> zero HR experience. You know, definitely nothing. I don't know anything. Um, but what I do have is enthusiasm. And I had the technology side because what they're looking at is how artificial intelligence and how um, computer technological advances, things like that, are going to affect um, the future of human resources. So I may not know the human resources aspect of it uh, down to a science, but one thing I do know is the technology side of it. I'm very fascinated by artificial intelligence. I'm very fascinated by augmented reality, virtual reality. As you guys know, I wrote a letter to <laughs> to the void to see if they'll move a, or put in a location here in Charlotte. I mean, you know, so I'm definitely big into that kind of stuff. So I can bridge that gap, plus provide exposure, you know, interview the speakers uh, for the podcast, um, do video, do different um aspects of the show that that um, might be needed um, and help out in that regard so you know i think there's a lot of value that i can bring to the group um and and help so and i think they said the first major events gonna be like somewhere in october of next year so i've got a little bit of time to prep and kind of step up my game because i think by the time i do that if I, especially with these new interviews and this other stuff that I'm, I'm working on, I'm probably going to need like more of a professional grade camera, uh, to do like video podcasting, um, better mic, uh, for the camera, so on and so forth to do that. And, um, you know, so I'll have to start working towards kind of nibbling away at, um, you know, what I need. Uh, equipment wise, what I need information wise, what I need um, overall to to make that a reality and you know, so I'm hoping that all that stuff comes together, I'm going to start looking at equipment um, I need money for equipment <laughs> so hopefully some of these events will uh, start bringing forth um, you know, fruit uh, in the form of, uh, you know, presidential flashcards, um, and, uh, you know, the green ones, and, uh, then I can, uh, start picking up equipment and, you know, making this happen. So, you know, it's, uh, 
it is it's exciting I'm thrilled to be I don't want to say I'm like at the epicenter of this but I, I'm thrilled to be getting connections where I'm finding you know new ways I could kind of you know help Charlotte grow to get the word out there to get things going and to build up um, you know this this momentum that Charlotte has I mean it's growing so fast that I mean who would have ever thought I certainly would have never thought when I moved here that Charlotte would be so huge that they'd have to start building high rises outside of the uptown area yet here we are they're building one um, you know down outside of the uh, 277 beltway uh, still within the 485 beltway but um, you know 277's kind of been that that um, little interlocking bracket so to speak around the city um, as far as the more upscale you know high rises and all that then out to the rural you know neighborhoods uh, cul-de-sacs and all of those types of things so to see that they're like yeah we're going to build this and it's going to be outside of 277 because we just don't have anywhere else to tear something down to put another taller building in place uh, because all of these buildings are in use it's not like they're like dilapidated or something like that so yeah that's I mean it's exciting you know it's it's interesting to see I mean I've watched the city grow I mean I remember when the skyline used to be like a handful of buildings you know like you might see four or five uh, driving on the freeway when we or driving up you know when we would go to uh, Toys R Us when I was a kid you know there wasn't much to look at now you drive in and it's like oh city there you go there, that's a skyline right there and I love the architecture um, the people that they bring in to design the buildings are brilliant you know because they all have a different shape and a different um, a different aesthetic you know and you can you can look at this yourself if you're if you're in another part of the country um, but just use Google Maps and then do the little street view you know drop the little dude so you can look at the street view or do the 3D view. Um, there's some really cool looking buildings and I've always been fascinated with architecture. At one time I actually thought I wanted to be a, a draftsman and a designer and an architect for buildings. And um, I, I like it from a, a academic point of view. I like it from a um, artistic point of view but I don't know that I'd want to look at it from a this is my job point of view so I kind of you know I studied uh, 3d graphic design just as a hobby and uh, you know I drew some rooms and and furnished them and you know drew some buildings I drew uh, you know I went through like the tutorials and drew a flashlight and stuff like that and 3d modeled them and then I started toying around with the idea of like animating those 3D models, and I was like, no, no, I think I'll just stick to just drawings, and uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, it was it was something that fascinated me enough to kind of learn about that world, but um, once I pursued it, I realized, okay, yeah, this isn't what I want to do, and I moved on, and I think that's really the important thing, you know, I've talked about this before, is kind of, you know, 
doing something that you love. And if it's something that you don't love, don't continue doing it. You know, don't open a restaurant. Man, I hate running a restaurant, but I've already opened it. So I guess I'm stuck with it. You're going to be miserable. So go out there and, okay, yeah, restaurant, I got this. Restaurant, no, I don't got this. Okay, find somebody, a business partner, whatever, have them buy you out and move on to the next thing. You know, don't sit there and and and, and sit there and, and wallow in self-pity. Oh, I hate running this restaurant. Why did I do this? Get out of it. You know, um, and, and I'm just using a restaurant as an example because my wife lo- likes to watch a lot of cooking shows, so like Restaurant Impossible and things like that with Robert Irvine. And, you know, that's one thing. You know, a lot of people are like, I've lost my passion. I'm just not, I'm not into running a restaurant anymore. That's why my food sucks. And if you would just be nice to me and all that, you know, you hear that whole whole spiel from the owners and stuff. And it's like, no, dude, if this is not your thing, get out. Either run it right, get your passion back, or go. You know, don't don't make people suffer, um, and don't suffer yourself. So that's always been my thing. It's like, okay, cool. Oh, I learned about graphic design. I learned about designing buildings. I learned about architecture. Not my thing. Okay, move on to the next. Let's find what's next. And that's where podcasting came in. You know, I didn't know if I was going to do podcasting, like I've told you guys, but here I am. And this is actually the 120th episode. I think I said yesterday that was on the 120th. Sorry, miss misspoke. Um, or no. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is actually the, the 120th. So, um, yeah, I was, I had to stop myself for a second and realize, yeah, yeah, okay, I did actually say that on the show. But anyway, yeah, so this is actually the 120th episode. So, super excited and stoked about that. I mean, that means I've been doing daily podcasts now for five solid months. And, you know, I mean, that's just crazy. Sorry, my car made an odd noise, I would, so I was kind of curious about that. But anyway, um, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Uh, you can reach me on Car Thoughts with David on Facebook. Everywhere else, it's dual podcasts, so Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. So if you'd like to sponsor me or donate a little cash to help me uh, get some new equipment, um, I welcome anything. <laughs> so I'm always happy to receive a donation. Um, and... Uh, you know, like I said, they told me I should should mention that more. So here I am. I'd really like to get a sponsor and get officiated, but um, I don't know if the show's ready for that yet. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. But you know, if it comes about and a sponsor reaches out to me, I'm not going to turn them down uh, once I look it over, as long as it's a contract and a deal I can live with. And then, um, and then, yeah, uh, dualpodcast.com. If you run a podcast and you need some help advertising, I would be more than happy to throw you up on the site, on the Instagram, the tweets, all of that. I do most of it for free. Um, there is, if you want to be featured on the front page of dualpodcast.com, you just go on Patreon. Five bucks a month gets you front page on the site your podcast with all the links to where your podcast can be heard right there on the front page. So with that in mind, if you guys want to reach out, hey, hit me up. Um, I've got a lot of great interviews coming down the pipeline. I've got one that I'm recording today, uh, which I think you guys are going to like. I've got one scheduled for later on um, uh, tomorrow. Uh, I've got... One scheduled for later on in the week. 
Um, I might. I'm going to see the guys from Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports, Jimmy Wisman and James Patrick Gallo. I might try and get see if I could do like a little quick interview with them or see if they'd be interested in giving me some time because I'm going to be at their show <clears throat> in Atlanta on Thursday. So I might try and get that. Who knows? I mean, they're really cool guys. I'm friends with them on Facebook, so I might might be able to do something there. I don't know. We'll see. So if you guys hear a little clip about that or, you know, we do like a little little like shout out or whatever, you know, I'll try and get make something like that happen, you know, because these guys are awesome. They are hilariously funny. If you ever thought like, man, there's some dumb criminals out there and want to hear more of the details about these dumb criminals, this is the show. Crime and Sports or Small Town Murder, these are the shows for you. So I enjoy listening to them. Uh, They are hilarious comedians, and I can't wait for that. And then I've got interviews already scheduled for December, so that's exciting too. I've got two interviews scheduled for December already. So lots of good things to come, guys. I'm really super excited. I hope you have a fantastic start to your week. If you're a veteran, thank you guys so much for your service and girls. Uh, you know, whoever you are, if you have served, thank you for protecting this country. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And as always, Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you, guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.